Welcome to The Pragmatic Pagan. Here we explore an inclusive pagan path via science-based witchcraft, no deities included. With a focus on nature and energy, this spiritual practice is centered on lunar tides and seasonal cycles. Check the link tree in the bio for lots of great resources. Merry meet all. This podcast is recorded on the homeland of the Duwamish people, and more broadly, the Coast Salish people, as well as many other indigenous tribes that make their home here in the Pacific Northwest of America, past, present, and future. As a spiritual being and steward of this land that I call home, I feel honored with the responsibility of caring for this piece of our planet. Please take a moment to join me in honoring the original stewards of the land on which you are residing and a moment of gratitude for the earth itself and the bounty it provides. Please join me in words that work for you. To the ancestors that hold this ground and for those spirits yet to come, May you fill me with guidance as I learn my place as a steward of this land and its creatures. In the gift of this role, I hold gratitude for all that surrounds me, for the water which cleanses me, for the earth's fruit which nourishes me, for the air that breathes life, for the fire that warms as it burns and for the divine cosmos within. I am a child of the universe, at one with the trees and the stars. May the tides of the moon fill me with silver and the sunbeams tint me in gold. From light to dark, from birth to death, spring to winter, new moon to full, and back again. It is a beautiful world, one worth protecting. This I will, as within, so without, as above, so below, as I am, so mote it be. The Pragmatic Pagan participates in Real Rent Duwamish as a way to compensate for the land that was stolen through violence and broken land treaties. I encourage you to look into and participate in Real Rent programs that support Indigenous communities in your area. I also encourage you to take an active stance in environmental issues, both at home and worldwide. Our planet needs its stewards, now more than ever. It can be as simple as picking up trash in your neighborhood, using less water, and buying local goods. Check out the link tree in the bio for more great ways to connect with our planet and give back. Hey there, you are in season one before the better mic, so just a heads up on the sound quality. You may need to adjust your volumes or settings. Thanks for your patience. The basics of spell work. I wanna start with this. Every religion uses some form of spellcraft, whether it be prayer, ritual, ceremony. 
Almost every religion practices a moment of asking the universe to tune to their will, to be heard, to be forgiven, to be healed. All are welcome here. Don't fight your beliefs. Incorporate them. Learn from them. Embrace the best parts of them. Spellcasting and ritual work are key elements in the practice of witchcraft. Both create a focused moment of energy that allows a practitioner to tune into and shape the energy around them. If timed with the ebb and flow of the natural energy around you, your intent compounds and grows exponentially. Spell work that focuses on using the movement of nature is also slow going, a little less one and done. The idea is that energy builds over time. It learns intent and tunes to you through repetitious meditations. This ensures that it will indeed hold on to its intent even when you aren't actively paying attention to it. Each moon I will feature a different type of spellcasting technique. Sometimes I will include a variety of techniques. Other times we will narrow in on one. I will also be doing a weekly episode that features a cultivated grouping of tarot, color, stone, rune, sigil, so that we can move through and learn about how they all work together. A couple of general spellcasting thoughts. Once the spell is in motion, talking about it only diffuses its energy. It will lose its magic. Be wary of words. They hold power just as your actions do. So, really, from the time you start working on your spell until you release it out into the world, keep that to yourself or to your coven. Never try to control others or things that are not yours to control. You have power over yourself, your actions, reactions, and energy. And how this shapes your spell casting is really important. For instance, you might think you want to cast a spell to find love or to draw a particular someone to you. But really, you need to cast a spell that opens your heart to finding love. You can't control the universe. You can only control your experience. And let me tell you, if you do try to control the universe, that's where that karma and threefold law comes in. So, maybe love is right in front of you and you aren't open to it. Or maybe you aren't leaving your apartment enough to give love a hint of a chance. So be open and ready to change yourself first and foremost. As we just mentioned, magic doesn't always work as you intend. Be careful what you wish for is certainly a dark term, but there's a funny side to that as well. Sometimes the unintended consequences aren't bad, just merely not what you intended. I find the universe has a funny sense of humor and it's best to laugh and learn to hone your intent. On that, don't be vague. The clearer the image in your mind, the more likely the energy can tune to that intent. Fake it till you make it is also part of this idea. Be in the mindset that you are where you imagine yourself to be. Not that it will come in time, but that it is here in the present. If you imagine being in a position of abundance that you can share with others, well then start sharing now. Even if it's only in small amounts you will be surprised how that abundance will manifest alongside your actions. Really, spell work is only half of the challenge. You then have to actually do things, put that energy into motion. Want to find love? You do actually have to leave the house. Need money? Sorry, you will have to find yourself a job. Witchcraft isn't miracle working, and it sure as hell won't provide things you don't earn. But here's the cool thing. 
when you do deserve it, when you work for it, witchcraft amplifies it. It helps you along. The energy has already started to make channels before you arrive. These channels help your intent flow seamlessly into the world around you. Spells work best when the person who casts the spell is the one involved in the spell. And this means maybe don't cast spells for others. It's not to say it won't work, but there is no reason they can't cast one themselves. Witchcraft isn't some inherited skill set. It takes practice and a willingness to believe in what you are doing enough to bring it to manifestation. If they don't believe it and don't take action to bring it into their lives, no amount of you casting a spell for them will help. Apologies to all those out there that sell their spellcraft. You just keep doing you. Those are just some general thoughts that I have about spellcasting, and you'll find that there's a lot of disagreement to be had there. What are your thoughts? Would love to hear from you on social media. All right, witches, time to take a few notes. So pull out that paper, pencil, and here we go. So some general timelines for nature spell work. It's really based on the moon. So when the moon is growing, so when it's waxing, we're really researching and defining the intent for the coming spell work. <clears throat> we hit first quarter, you'll begin to compile your intent and start small daily devotions and spell work to cultivate and shape your energy. Then between then and the full moon, it's really about that daily spell cast. And once you hit the full moon, you'll do a full ritual and it'll catapult your intent out into the world. Then we hit the waning moon, and this is when the moon is shrinking. So it's a time to listen for answers. What is coming back to you? Uh, what little hints did the universe send your way? Or maybe it's less of a hint and more of a shove. And then with the new moon, we rest, listen, turn inward, prepare for the coming time, and we just repeat that again as we move into the waxing moon. Some types of spell work that we'll encounter include things like candle magic, color magic, sigils, knots, tarot, pendulum, tea reading, palm reading, plant work, runes, scrying, gems and stones, jars, box, satchels, bags. There are so many different kinds. And all you seasoned witches out there, I'd love to hear what technique you use most. Shout out on social media. Would love to know that go-to. Harm none and do as ye will. Pragmatic pause. Let's talk the science behind spells. As we mentioned in a previous episode, a lot of energy work has to do with the idea that energy can affect not only other energy and particles around it, but will also continue to do so until stopped, and that energy has an equal reaction. These are some of Newton's original laws, and while science continues to develop, we are continually learning more about how particles exist and react with each other. No longer do we think of electrons on separate rings, but rather as an electron cloud. We are also learning that string theory may in fact be more of sheet theory. The science is always expanding. However, let's dive a bit into the specifics of how a spell works. You are going to raise energy and focus your intent. When you raise energy and tune it, you are essentially telling the particles how to behave and interact with the world around them. I think of it like humming a tune. You are teaching the particles to hum a particular tune, to have a particular magnetism. You have to train them, which is why repeated meditative spell work is often so effective. 
It's a repeated training that will hold shape even when you aren't present. The particles will continue to hum that same tune and attract that same energy. The more energy you can build, the louder the hum, the more particles pulling with that magnet, the more your intent will be present in the world. That energy will also remain linked to each other and to you via that magnetism. Much like anything sent into the world with momentum, that energy catapults your intent into the universe, where like hums to like. As always, thanks for listening to A Pragmatic Pagan. Please join me next time for more practical ways to bring your inner witch to everything you do. This podcast is now available on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. Please be sure to hit that like, rating, or subscribe button and help spread the word. Find me on social media for questions or thoughts. Follow me on Twitter at Pagan Pragmatic, on Insta as The Pragmatic Pagan, or on Facebook a pragmatic pagan. As above, so below, until we marry meet again. Mm -hmm.